Hello, 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 guys. This week is super exciting for me because I have blogger and business owner Kara Loren herself on the show. And truthfully, I mean, I'm not even going to lie. I feel pretty damn special that she even agreed to be on because she says it herself in the show. She never does interviews. She kind of shies away from public speaking altogether. So, and which I don't know why, because you'll hear it for yourself. She does so good. It was honestly so enjoyable chatting with her, getting to know her better. Um, Kara and I recorded during quarantine a while back when it was super locked down. So it is a Zoom call. You guys know there's not my favorite. But honestly, Kara made it easy. She She's chill. I, I just... I feel happy that we all get to see this new side of her. So another tidbit of exciting information is this week I am kicking off my first ever Wake Up With Wesley giveaway. And it's because I changed the name a few weeks back. Um, It's caused some problems with people trying to find my podcast all across the board. Like wherever you listen to your podcast, people are having issues. So I was anticipating this. I totally understand it. I know it just takes a little bit of time to get used to and truly sink in, but I had this idea to kind of get things back on track after the rebrand to offer up my very favorite crew neck sweatshirt of all time to one of you guys. This is, it's my first ever branded item too, so it's, it's exciting. I originally made it to give to an interviewer that would come on, like after they do the show, I'd just give the, them this hoodie as like a gift, but now I'm thinking, I want to give it to you guys, the listeners, too. So what what is it? It is this, like, it's this beautiful mint color, super oversized. I'm not even giving you guys a choice. I, you need to wear this oversized. It is meant to fit this way. It's my, the best. So it's just this super soft sweater. It is thin. The material is, like I said, so soft. It is so damn comfortable. Truly, I have not taken it off since May. And it has one of my favorite sayings on it. It's in yin yang. And it says, do no harm, take no shit. And it is in this deep blue print. So the blue and the mint sweater, it just looks dope. It's I love it. And, <laughs> uh, it's funny talking about it out loud. It makes me laugh because I think, honestly, this is one of the most, my, this is like one of the favorite things I've ever created and I don't even know why like the fact that I love this so much is definitely a surprise to me I didn't anticipate creating this thing and loving it as much as I do but I do I just I love it it kind of like it sums up my life's existence so far perfectly do no harm take no shit it's my motto um I love it I know one of you lucky ducks is going to love it just as much as I do too. So how do you win it? Um, It's pretty simple. You subscribe to my show if you haven't already and you rate and review it. I'll be reading all the new reviews and subscriptions that come in. And by Friday of this week, I will pick my favorite review. I'll read them all. Trust me. And I'll announce it on my Instagram stories. So on Friday of this week, watch my Instagram stories like a hawk because it could be you. You could be winning a crew neck from me. I'll send it to you in the mail. We can DM back and forth. I'll get your information, your mailing address, all of that. I'll get it out to you ASAP. And again, I just got to let you know, 
I really appreciate all of you so much. All the support, all the feedback I get, my DMs. The more I do this, I am having the coolest interactions in my DMs, in my emails. You guys are like sending me pictures of your journals, what you're writing down. It is mind-boggling to me. It is fulfilling in a way. I mean, it kind of makes me want to cry. I won't. But it just, it's really filling my cup. I i feel so supported by you, like all of you, so loved. I want to give back a little bit. So this is, this is how I can start that process. We'll see how long it goes. But let's get into this show. Welcome to another episode of Woke with Wesley. I'm Wesley, and today I'm Zooming with the one and only Kara Loren. Kara, what is up? Hey, I'm excited. I have never done a podcast or anything like this. I'm a total newbie, so yeah, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm excited. I swooped you up. How am I so lucky? I think I was like, I was like fishing in a deep pond, and I don't know how I got you. I feel lucky. (laughs) You know... I, we were just talking about this actually before we went live. I'm actually like a very like quiet, reserved person. And so like, normally I'm just like, nah, I'm fine. And to be honest, like my husband was the one on this. He's like, no, do it. It's rad. And I'm like, okay, fine. Okay, so yeah, fine. I'm like stepping outside of my like quiet non-social self in a weird online podcast way. (laughs) Oh, I'm honored because this is the thing that people don't know. When they listen to podcasts, they're like, oh, it's chill. It's normal. This is like, it's like live TV. It is scary as hell. Like there's no script. Like you don't know what's going to come up. So it's a big deal. Podcasts are scary. Sure. Yeah. They really are. So yeah, I, I've like recently started listening to them. So I like understand it more now. I'm into it. (laughs) Yeah, they're also the most addicting things in the world. You start on a good podcast and it's like your day. It's the best. For sure, but my house is clean, finally. Yes. I listen to a good podcast and my house is clean, so I'm good. That's what I do too. So this yeah. is this is like embarrassing for me to admit, but this is so true because in the we're from the same like town. We live we live in Utah. It's a small little world, but that, like I said, there's some big fish. So your name gets brought up a lot. Like, oh, have you seen what she's doing? She's doing this. And I, I have this knee jerk reaction. It's like I have Tourette's. It's like I have a tick in my body and I don't want to say this, but it like comes bubbling up and I'm like, oh, I followed her first. Like I have to tell everybody. <laughs> oh I'm like, gosh, I, love I it. followed her when no one was following her. I knew she was special. Sure. I knew it. And I don't, I feel stupid every time I say that and I can't help it, but it's true. So I started following you. You had a little tiny baby blog 10 years ago. You were like doing hair tutorials. Okay. This is when like people. You started all the way back in the beginning. I was like a true blue follower back in the day. I'm I'm honored. I'm so glad I did this. Oh my gosh. No, it was like when people had their friends and little squares, you're like, follow this blog, follow this blog. Somehow I found yours and I was like, this girl is dope. She's got great hair. I think your first was like a tiny little baby, like an actual newborn baby boy, or like you just got married even. I don't know. It was crazy. Yeah. But there's this thing. So I. I feel like I've watched you grow in this online space and I've never heard you talk about this, but this is the thing that fascinates me the absolute most about you. And it's that, I mean, I think because I saw your roots, I saw where it started. You have 
grown and adapted and changed and pivoted in like the most precise times. Like, did, did you start off thinking this thing was going to be big or did you just have a blog like every other Utah girl? No, I definitely like, I did not do this to like try to grow into a brand or like have followers or anything. I, I literally, I had just gotten done. Um, I danced in college and I had just gotten done and I was pregnant. Um, and then I was kind of like, what am I doing? I'm not dancing anymore. I'm like, I was working right. Like, and, and Brody was working full time, but so then I just had Hanes and it was just kind of weird. There was like this moment of like a little bit of like, I need something for myself, you know? And I was kind of along with you and I followed like a few other bloggers. A lot of them were like mommy or fashion or hair. And I just was like, okay, like that looks fun. And so I started, I started a blog. I like specifically remember like looking up, how do you make a blog? Right. <laughs> so I start a blog and posted like super randomly and rare on that. It was just like, if I had cute pictures of my kid or whatever. And then I was like, Ooh, I'm going to take some awesome fashion shots of me. I mean, they, you guys, they're like, I can't even go back. We and Brody laugh constantly. It was like, it was like high fashion posing in front of like our shed in back of our condo in Ogden. That was like, Oh, it is so, so, so bad, but, but like memorable and like, awesome that we have that to look back on. Anyway, sorry, I'll get back on track. So kind of what made me really get into it and I started seeing things happening was like you said, I started doing hair tutorials, which is so crazy because I didn't really continue this route. I don't know why I still do them randomly and I like to do them, but it's not like what I specifically only do. Right. I remember I did this, I got asked all the time, like, how do you curl your hair? And so it's like, so silly. I'm like, oh my gosh. I always, honestly, I think the reason why I don't do hair tutorial a lot is because I feel kind of dumb because I'm just like, I'm sure you all know this. Dude, like, no. Like I'm you taught me how to curl my hair. Legit. Okay. okay. So I got on like a wrap around the wand type curling hair tutorial. And I feel like it was a little bit before people were like wrapping their hair, right? It was always like the clamp curl and stuff. So anyways, I do this tutorial and I don't know if like going viral is the right way to put it, but like it, like it went crazy. And I started like noticing I had a way random Instagram account. It was kind of like when Instagram has started, you have like borders around every picture and like your edits are like these crazy things, right? So I started noticing like I was getting these followers on YouTube, but then somehow I was transferring to my blog and then like Instagram. And to be honest, I was like, what is this? <laughs> I was kind of like, I don't really understand what's happening, but I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing, I guess. And I just kept doing it for fun. And I mean, like a part of the realness of it is at this point, people didn't really know. Most people didn't really know what like blogging and YouTubing and stuff like that was as much. And I was like totally made fun of a lot for it. People were just like, what are you doing? Why are you taking <laughs> pictures of yourself in clothing? Why? I mean, not that it would ever be not in clothing, <laughs> but like, but like, what is she doing? And why is she like filming herself doing hair? And I was like, you know what? 
whatever, this is fun. Like I have something for myself that I'm passionate about again. I was like done dancing, done teaching dance. I was just working. I had a baby and I just, I needed something for myself and that's really what it was and why it got started. And then like, if people remember back, you know, eight years ago or whatever, like the way you started making money was you had ads on your blog. So that's how it all started for me. Like I, I didn't even understand it, but I had these companies start reaching out. Hey, can we have an ad score on your blog? And I'm like, okay, cool. Like trying to figure this out. I am the least I remember it's like people making like 50 bucks. Like, sure. Yes. 50 bucks. Yes, exactly. I'm the least techie person on the planet. So I'm like YouTubing. How do I put a square on the side of my blog? Like dumbest things. But yeah, you're, I was charging like, oh, 10, like 10 bucks for the month to have a, and I'd have like 10 ads on the side. I'm like, this is amazing. You know, like Brody and I, at this point, like we were eating ramen for every meal, like literally just dirt poor and living the best life, you know, being dirt poor newlyweds. And anyways, from there, you know, things just slowly started to trickle. I started getting contacted by companies to do campaigns, by agencies. And I mean, I lucky enough, just like listened to my gut and I just ran with it and was like, I'm just going to do this. We're going to see what happens. Four years later, Brody quit his job because I was just way too busy um, doing it on my own. At that point, I had two kids. I had two tiny babies and Brody was out of town at least two months of the month, two weeks of the month. And he's the one who did all my pictures. So it was starting to get like impossible, right? I'm just like, anyways, working 24 seven, but we just decided if I was to do it with anyone, like I would obviously love to do it with my husband. Like we, we work really well together. Like, I'm not going to lie. That was an adjustment, but it was a really big risk, but he did quit his job and then we just sort of ran with it from there. Like, if we're going to do this, we got to do it and just kicked it into gear. And well, you need support. Yeah. That's what people I think on the outside who don't understand this world, there is no one person that can do all of this stuff. And like you said, like, why not have your husband be involved? Like he's someone that you mm -hmm. trust. He's readily available. And on another note, he's just funny. The yeah, he, he's just funny. a good guy. <laughs> Like, like, why not have a life like that? Like a day where you can enjoy sure. working with your husband. Yeah. Everyone that knows Brody loves him. So it was just like when I would have to, so dumb, but like when I'd have to go into like big brand meetings and stuff, and I'm like, well, he's coming. I'm like, he's my partner. And I'm like, and he makes me look good. So I'm he's like, okay. So this is one of the questions that I got. I put on my Instagram. I'm like, what do you guys want to know about Kara? Because I mean, the, there's a lot of people that are following you. And one of them was like, <laughs> how does Brody feel about being like, his wife is like a boss ass bitch. Like, like you are <laughs> like, how does he feel? Did he ever be like, whoa? Cause you know how certain there's like toxic masculinity where they're like, wait, I need to provide for, sure. for the family. Was there any of that struggle for him? Or was he like, oh girl, do this. Uh, Brody has literally always been my biggest cheerleader. Like it's so dumb, but he, there were so many times I'm like, I can't do this. It's like, it stresses me out. It's too overwhelming. Like I, it was just, 
you know, and he is just like, no, oh my gosh, look at what you've done. Like, why would you ever not follow this? Like, it's so rare to start what you did. You already pushed through the hardest part. Like the initial, no one knew what it was. Everyone made fun of you. Like it was an awkward thing. He's like, you did it. We're, we're running with this. And it was his decision to, you know, come on full board with me and, he's always it's hard because everyone thinks I do it all and like I like I one million percent do not Brody is in the background doing so much all the time like he is on my emails 24 7 like he does so much of the back end that but like you're saying it does take a certain type of guy to be able to be okay with that like because to be honest when he first quit a lot of people were like and even family and friends and loved ones because they just didn't understand it at this point it was like well is he gonna get another job like Mm -hmm. like and people were almost like not looking down at him but like you like when you think of the man it's like they have the you know they go run the company or have work full time and it was just very different and we had to just like in a loving way explain to people like you know this is what we're doing this is what we feel best about um Brody's 1000% working like we're doing this together as a team and we want to build you know the influencer side the blog side the company side like we want to do this together and have it kind of be like our other baby that we've created together it's a freaking beast of a baby at this (laughs) beastly baby you guys don't have three kids you have four kids Four full-on children. We do. <laughs> we do, yeah. So I want to know yeah. this. I think that there's this thing. I don't even know how you're going to explain this because I think it's an intuitive thing that we all feel. But how did you know when to pivot? Like, how did you know, like you said you were doing hair and then you, you kind of pivoted into like more, like right now you're doing fitness, the fitness aspect of you. I mean, I'm watching your page to get fit, fitness tips. I'd like take little screen grabs. <laughs> of the stuff you do. Oh, yay. How do you know? How do you know? Is it a gut feeling or is it strategic? So um, to be honest, for me, it's probably in my life, what I'm most interested in, like is what I'm talking about the most, what I'm like, when I first started, like I was so like, I still love hair. Don't get me wrong. But like, I was so into hair. I was about trying my hair silver. I was about having extensions to my butt. I was about then cutting them off. Like, I, I loved hair and I naturally, even outside of the blog, got asked so much about hair questions. You know, you'd just be at the store and someone would like ask that. And in my head, it was just like, like, this is kind of weird, but I've learned that some people like just in every aspect of life, like some people hair stuff just like naturally clicks with them. Some people's like, how does that work? You know? (laughs) And for me, it was like, I, I always loved doing hair. Like I never did anything with hair. I wasn't, I didn't go to school or anything, but like I loved playing with hair, my friend's hair, my sister's hair. And like when I was like 12, I I chopped off my sister's hair from like halfway down her back to like a little bob and a 12 year old. And so that, at that point in my life, like I loved that and I loved fashion, right? It was just, that was what I was into. I loved taking risks and just kind of like being outside of the box Then like probably just the normal people that like lived where we live and stuff so and then just as my life evolved you know I then like I had kids like kid stuff was obviously that's still on my mind but like 
it was at the forefront for a while and that's what was talked about. And then fitness, after I had my second son, I just noticed, I was like, okay, like I'm not dancing anymore. My body's not going back to what it was. Like I've got to make some changes if I want to feel good mentally, physically, everything. So then I got really, really into fitness. And I mean, now I've been into fitness for probably like five years, pretty strict. And then people started to notice just, you know, the natural changes and stuff. So I started getting questions about that. And that's where I put a lot of my time. So obviously it naturally developed into fitness, but what's nice about my blog and my Instagram and everything, like it is just very lifestyle. Like I said, it's just whatever I'm into in my life right then, that's what I'm talking about. And obviously some subjects resonate better with others. You know, some people are really into like home. Some people are really into fitness. Some people are really into kids stuff or fashion or hair or makeup. Well, that's why I like um, you. Because I feel you. like you do such a good job. I feel like it is real. First of all, you know when there's, this is your real life. I feel it. Yeah. Like you really let us in. But then you do this thing where there is like a respectable, like privacy aspect where I know that I'm feeling this now too with my children getting older. It's like mm-hmm. you you make a, there's a natural barrier. It's not even like a talk. It's like yeah. the kids honestly step away a little bit and you're respecting their space. I don't know. I feel like I'm in your head because I get this much of it. Like I get, no, you get a it. tiny bit of it. And there's yeah. so much thought process that I know the general public just doesn't it just flies over their head, but it is, mm-hmm. it's different when you have eyes watching you, when you have opinions coming at you and you're a normal human being, you're a mom, you're just living your life and you really do open yeah. yourself up to like opinions and criticism. And, and I've seen you do this so well where you do take your audiences, you ask them, Oh, do you guys like when I do this? Oh, you guys mm-hmm. like when I do this? Like you talk to us. That's why I feel like you're my friend. Cause I'm like, <laughs> She cares about what I think. Yes, it's my goal. Like, but I want you guys to feel that way. It's it's honest to God, you do a really well, good job at it, but I know the pressure. You don't let people see you crack. I know it's heavy. So what's the moments that it's like, yeah. I know, like, I don't know. Have you ever wanted to stop for real? Oh like my gosh. Like done. Yeah, I can like, I can, I can open up, but I had a, I remember, I had a very specific, specific moment that I was like, I'm done. Like, I can't do it. And I'll explain that in a second. But like you were saying, there's a fine line between how much you're showing. And I think everyone has different lines. Some people literally like open up their entire everything. And personally, I feel like I have a balance. I feel like I do show a ton to you guys. But if I'm being honest, I don't sit and every time I'm hanging out with my girlfriends and my family members, I don't have my phone even near me most of those times. Like there's times for me that I just want to completely unplug and just be with my loved ones and be with people and like my close group of girlfriends. I've got to slide in here really quickly to let you all know about my favorite and the most potent full spectrum CBD line out called Ned. So Ned CBD, you guys, this is the cream of the crop. And speaking of crop, the farmer that organically grows the hemp plants that produce Ned 
He grows them out in Colorado, and he actually sings to his plants each and every day. The plants are his babies. They are truly infused with love, and I think this is the cutest damn story I've ever heard. But beyond it being cute, Ned is actually science-backed. It is used as a treatment for uh, so many different things. It's used as an anti-inflammatory, as a natural pain reliever. It's used to treat anxiety, PTSD, depression. It's a rich source of antioxidants. It's used to support hormonal health, especially in women. And it's used to treat very serious chronic conditions like epilepsy, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and more than that even. And I know I've said this before to you guys, but if you're a woman, you need to be adding CBD into your daily supplements. It's great for men too, don't get me wrong, but as a woman, we actually naturally produce our own CBD in our wombs and in our breast milk. And ever since starting Ned a few months back, my cycles have significantly chilled out. Like I am genuinely, like I'm surprised each and every time I start because I have no signs it's even coming anymore. So if you want to check out Ned and try their CBD for yourself, we have a special offer for the Wake Up With Wesley audience. Go to www.helloned.com woke where you can check out for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. So that's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D dot com slash woke. Don't forget to enter the discount code. It's woke to get 15% off. And it, this is just for your first order, but you get free shipping. So it's a steal of a deal, my friends. A big shout out to Ned. Thank you, Ned. Now let's get back to the show. This is going to sound so silly. You have some friends that come into your life that you like knew, like, I think they were maybe trying to be friends with me for the wrong reason. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? And But then you have like just that group of friends that it's like, I don't need to have my phone out and documenting the whole time we're hanging in order to be cl- like, and I, I hope my followers respect that too, is that I'm sharing a ton with you. I truly am. But there was the time it was, um, was it after I had, oh my gosh, was it after I had Arrow or Echo? I think it was after I had Echo, but that seems so recent. <laughs> now I'm blanking. I need Brody in here. My brain was gone after I had a baby. It was either after I had Arrow or Echo, right? I had just had this baby and I was in the hospital and this is already such a like touchy subject. You know, you don't know how much to share here. I've been sharing my entire pregnancy, like out of respect, everyone's so curious what's happening. If I've had this baby, oh, it was Arrow. <laughs> okay. Hi Brody. He just came in. He's like, it was, it was Arrow. <laughs> okay. Yes. So it was Arrow. I, I had just had this baby and you know, your, your hormones are just like out of whack. I'm like, I'm myself, but I am not. I'm like all over the place. And I announced that I had this baby boy and his name was Errol Van Brocklin. And Errol Lad Van Brocklin was his name. And I just don't think I was in the mental state where it's like on a normal day, I'm like, you don't like my kid's name? Cool, go away. I don't care. There was like all these, like so many opinions about my child and his name and everything I had done and the picture that I had taken and just everything. And I remember I just like set my phone aside and I was like, I don't want my phone for the next 
couple weeks, I'm like, I'm done. I was like, I'm literally not doing this anymore. I don't care about people's opinions. Like mama bear. For it. And yes, it was. I was like, I can, I can't remember if I even had that many negative comments about his name. I think it was probably just a couple, but it was like, you're just like, no, I don't care what you have to say about what my kid's name is. And well, it's like, I, I think oh. that like, pay, like you can take the hit, but when it crosses over to your children, it oh, is like crazy town, crazy town. And I feel there yes. has been three times when someone in my, I mean, 10 years, three times when someone has yeah. something said something about my kids, they are burned into my memory more than any positive oh, yeah. comment I've ever received. Thousands of co- sure. positive, the three negative ones. I get rage when I think of to this day, it's something about our children. Like you cannot. Mm-hmm mess with people's yes. kids. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And, and I was like, I was saying, already so tired and emotional and just, you know, just so done at that point. I had just pushed the baby out for hours <laughs> and I'm like, so anyways, I did, I t- took like a, we're helping for a bit and, you know, Brody supported me. He's like, I just think let's turn it off for a minute. And so we did. And at that point it was probably easier because stories and stuff weren't a thing. Mm-hmm. It was just like literally posts and stuff. But then I got like back in my groove of it. And I'm like, you know, back to my, like, I don't care what you think about my kid's name. Like you can say whatever you want, you know? And anyways, but that was the one time I was just like, I'm done. I'm not doing this. I don't care. Like just put it all aside. We'll figure out something else to do with our lives. I'm like, I don't care. It's weird. You have to build like a, a tough internet skin because I know in real life, you're not like that, but like through the internet, you have to build like this barrier where you literally, you have to turn off your feelings because otherwise mm-hmm. this stuff swallows you whole. It's just, it's gnarly. Oh, you do 100%. I remember in the very beginning of me starting blogging, I'm not even going to say the name, but there was like this hater site, right? That mm-hmm. just would go off about bloggers and about I don't know if we were technically influenced at that time. It was like, you know, at the very beginning more. And I remember there was like, I don't even know how, I think one of my friends that also blogged had like told me about it. And I didn't really search things that much. I wasn't about like searching my name or anything. Mm-hmm. And so I searched it one time and I got on and I was like in a dark place. So I was like, this is not okay. Like seeing the things they were saying about me, about other people. And I'm like, you don't even know me. Like, it was just like very hurtful, mean things. And I remember I was like legit in a dark place. And uh, Brody just was sitting next to me. I remember it was in bed at one night and he just said, don't ever look at that again. You know, and he just said, we're not gonna, we're not gonna fall into that. Don't ever look at it again. There's no positive that comes to it. You don't need to read it. No one needs to read it. Like we're just encouraging by reading this. And well, and say, I, I've never looked at it again. Oh, on a karmic so. level, the people spewing that stuff, like the people that really do write ha- hateful things about people they do not know or do not understand. I mean, that on a karmic level is dark for them too. I'm like, why are exactly. people changing? It's so, it's dangerous. I think it's like a dangerous. Everyone's thing. in a dark place. Yes. There. Yes. So yeah, I, I legit, like I vow, like he said, if we're going to continue to do this, like you're not ever going to look at that stuff. And I agreed and I never did again. And I mean, it would have been so easy to go, you know, search your name and find awful mm-hmm. things about yourself, but it's just not worth it. No, no, it's seriously not. Okay. So one of my biggest questions for you, because this happens to me 
And it's when you, I'm, I'm picturing back to like the earlier days when you started to get traction, when there was actual growth. And then you have, I remember like you did something with Carrie Underwood and I'm watching because remember I followed you first. I'm like, no, that I yep. followed her first. <laughs> yep. I'm like, what is happening? This is crazy. And like Nexus started talking to you and I want to know so badly if you ever were freaked out by the, by your own success, because that scares me when people actually start paying attention, when it actually starts working, the success scares me more than the failure because then there's pressure. Then there's, there's eyes. Oh. So have you ever gotten a deal where you're like, I don't even want to take it. Like it's scary. Yeah. I'm actually like that all the time. You I are? am like, the, even now oh, I am still, I'm the person that's like, this is so bad. I remember I did have a job one time I'll give you my example that you're asking, but like that fell through. It was like a trip. And this is so embarrassing to admit. I'm not a big traveler. I love being home. Mm -hmm. I can travel every once in a while with my kids and I'll do it for work. But like, I love being home. And I remember like one of them fell through and I was like, oh my gosh. And Brody was so <laughs> mad at me. He's like, that would have been the experience of a lifetime. I'm like, I know, but like, we're fine. Anyways, no, the yeah. one that did intimidate me quite a bit was actually the Jennifer Lopez job that Wait, I, had I don't know what you did with Jennifer Lopez how do I not know this so I this was like it was either like right before or right after Carrie it was all like happening at once it was like you know there's times where like ebbs and flows and there's times where like celebrities do more stuff with influencers than others and it was definitely like a celebrity influencer time and yeah like I said either I think the Carrie Underwood stuff was like right before this which I was so stressed out about that don't get me wrong I was like and she, and cause she would like write me like, so we need to do like a workout together. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, casually. She's like, I've been following you forever. I'm like, okay. So crazy. Anyways, but the Carrie Underwood thing went amazing. Sweetest person ever. She was so just like welcoming and like knew everything about my kids and was just like, like truly cared. And I was like, holy crap. Okay. So we did this and then I got this job to fly into Vegas and to go meet with JLo and have her style me in her line. And then I would go do like an interview with her, go to her concert. And I remember I did it with like, uh, it was like me, Desi Perkins, Nina. Anyways, there was like, there was three of us that did it. And I mean, it was like, it was very overwhelming and intense because she has like her whole crew and bodyguard. Then she's like coming to talk to you, but like, I didn't know how to like, Oh, I would navigate die. it. I would literally you know? need a Xanax. Like I would need to self-medicate. Yeah. I would be so scared. It was, it was super intense. I don't know why, but it was a step above the carry thing. I just, I think just because of her status mm -hmm. or something and but it was good. I definitely had to put myself out of my comfort zone um, in that situation. But like, even those girls that were there with me that did the job, like helped me. It was a great experience. And it was probably one of those moments. Yeah. That was like a, holy crap. I don't really know if I'm like ready for this, but we're doing it. So it hasn't over all these years, it still kind of gives you that little like butterflies in your stomach. Like it hasn't gotten easier every time it's scary. No, every time. And let me tell you, I still don't public speak. I'm embarrassed to, there's one other time that I was freaked out. I had to go speak on a panel in Dallas and I like had to. My agency's like, Kara, you say no to everything that's public speaking and in crowds. They're like, 
we really need you to come to this. They're like, we'll do a panel form. So you don't even need to, because I don't want to come prepared with like some speech that like mm -hmm. intimidates the crap out of me. So they're like, just come sit on the panel kind of like this and just answer some questions for people. And I was like, okay, fine. I mean, but like massive panic attack before <laughs> I'm like, I can't do this. I'm not getting on stage. I can't, but I did that and it's good. But besides that, I'm so embarrassed to admit it. I like legit haven't done any like public speaking. Thing. I'm so surprised that you say this because you're rallying. Like I've done this now a long time. There's people that can rally and not rally. You're good. You're good at this. I like, I don't want to sound weird, but I feel like I really can do it. It's the, it's the pre stress of it. Like, uh -huh. and I can do something more like this. That's like a question answer, like very natural, but like I don't want to feel like I'm like prepping some like speech to come give about myself. Oh. I feel so weird. And I have to tell you, my dad, he gets so bugged with me because my dad is the public speech speaker. No, so he, he is a professor and a marriage therapist no. and <laughs> speaks at conferences and things all over the world. And he like gets so angry at me. He's like, you are so good at public speaking. He's like, you need to go do it. And I'm not kidding. I'm like, dad, I can't. I'm like the anxiety that it gives me beforehand. I literally cannot. It's so bad. I'm so on I'm your gonna, dad's I'm side. Get past it. You got to do it after this. You're so good at it. I'm, I'm not just saying no. that you're really good at this. You can rally. I oh don't know. What, one day I'll do something and I'll make Brody be by my side and he can be my piggyback. He can, he can do it. And I'll just like, cause he's like a king. He's like, oh yeah, I can go speak anywhere, not put anything together. And I'm like, well, I'm in the background having a panic attack. He just shows up. He goes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this one's deep and heavy, but it is so prevalent. And it's, I know that it's just, this is your, this is your new life as of this year, Haynes. So if you guys don't know Kara, like she has three beautiful kids. Her oldest name is Haynes. And in the, within a, the last year, less than a year, it's been less than a year. Less than a year. Yeah. December 5th. So he was diagnosed with type one diabetes life. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I mean, I don't even, I can't, I can't relate to that. It's life shifting and for his life. Yeah. I know. So you graciously, yeah. I feel like let us in and in that way that I was saying before, you let us in and then privacy was also so respected. But I know the outpouring that you got was just tremendous. So I want to know how yeah. has it been? I mean, how do you even, how do you, my best friend just got diagnosed with type one. She's an adult. Yeah. She can handle her own life. I'm stressed. Yeah. I, and I, and she's an adult woman. It's stressful for everyone around. I mean, everyone that loves that person, it is a daily battle and stress. 1 million percent and that won't change I don't think you so it's you're in it still like you have this education oh. period where you have to I mean it was kind of like they yeah. put you through school right like classes yeah so I mean long story sh shortened a little bit you know he I I get asked this all the time and to be honest I haven't opened up much about it so what better opportunity but um so he is eight and he's a really, really active kid. And we had just been noticing for a week or so, like not even that long, a week or two that he started getting really, really tired. And we were like, like, I hate even admitting this, but I'm just like, why are you being so lazy? You know, I was just like, get up. Like, that sounds so rude, but I'm like, get up, go play. You like know, you're like, a little boy. Yeah. 
And then we started slowly noticing the other signs. Uh, the, the thing about Wei, I got a lot of questions about this, was really hard with him because he was, he's naturally very tall and skinny. And um, Brody was the exact same way growing up. But I remember specifically when this was all happening, asking Brody, were you this skinny? I'm like, I know you said you were skinny. I'm like, were you this skinny? Like, this seems weird. But he obviously had his every year checkup. But then um, he just started, it kind of went downhill pretty fast. Um, my husband, Brody actually went out of town. And I was like, we're like, we don't feel good about, well, they're like, something's just off. And I felt bad because we just kept asking him, what's wrong with you? Like, what's wrong? And he's just like, I'm just tired. And so we made a physical appointment for him. And I remember it was on a Friday. He had a physical all set up. We we're going to go do blood work, everything. I was like, maybe he's like iron deficient. Like, I, I don't know. I was like, something's weird. But then um, he did at one point, I noticed I was upstairs breastfeeding Echo in the middle of the night. And I heard their bedrooms were across from each other. And I heard little footsteps into the bathroom twice. And I was like, what's going on? So it's the next morning. And uh, there was like, kind of like pee on the floor in the bathroom, which mm -hmm. was so weird. Like my kids never have accidents. Like, so I was like, that's really weird. So I asked him and he's like, I just missed the potty one time. And I'm like, okay, like just trying to like put everything together. And then I started noticing he was turning on faucets everywhere in the house, dunking his head under to drink. And then I couldn't keep enough food in them. So anyways, um, my Brody gets home and his appointment was for the next day. So Brody gets home on a Thursday. He had basketball practice Thursday night and I was frustrated. I was just like, he has an appointment tomorrow. I don't know what to say. Like I was, we were both really stressed. Brody comes home after not seeing him for a few days mm -hmm. and I had been with them. So I don't think I saw it getting worse as much because mm -hmm. I was with, and you know, he just, I remember I was in the kitchen cooking dinner, holding Echo is kind of chaotic and Brody's up there with Haynes and he just said, sweetheart, what's wrong? He's like, there's something wrong. I need you to talk to me. And I just, I just remember I was listening and just was like, I don't know what to think. And, and Haynes just starts crying. And he said, dad, I don't know. He said, mm -hmm. but I'm so tired. He's like, I don't know what's wrong. And we then came to find out that he hadn't been playing at recess either which was so weird for him he had just been sitting watching all the other kids play um so Brody comes down and he pulls me in the bedroom and he was just like like I hate to sound but he's just he had a feeling he's just like we need to take him to the hospital now he knew yeah and he's like and right then they were actually supposed to be leaving the basketball practice and Brody coaches and you know Haynes is one of their main players and Haynes did not want to go he's like I cannot miss practice and and I was I was iffy I'm like I mean he has a physical in the morning I'm like mm -hmm. I don't know what to think but yeah I mean if you feel like like let's I just was listening to my husband I'm like go and so he, he takes him to just the doctor they had him pee in a cup was all and they his levels of sugar were so high. They sent him to primaries immediately and already oh knew. Oh my gosh. They knew that yeah. fast. I mean, they couldn't like 100% tell Brody, but Brody at that point had been looking up things online. Of course we both were. And mm -hmm. he just said, he said, does my son have diabetes? And the doctor said, um, I can't tell you, but he's like, yes, he does. He's <sighs> like, 
we're sending him to the hospital now. So I had the other two kids. I'm having a, I'm at home bawling because I'm just, I want to be with, I don't know what to do. So luckily he calls me, says they're, they are on their way up to the primaries um, and they are already ready to admit him. And luckily our parents come and take the other two kids and I head up to the hospital and yeah, sure enough. I mean, they had him on a stretcher and stuff within a oh couple minutes gosh. after looking at him just because, because it and can you be look fatal. Back now, I like ketoacidosis, yeah, so he was, right? He was, so he was almost in a coma. I think oh if he wouldn't gosh. have gotten there soon. So, um, anyways, it was just all crazy whirlwind. I didn't even know, to be honest, I feel dumb saying that I didn't even like know type one that much. I was like, my dad has type two. What is it? Like, is this like, I, it was, I was all new for me and Brody's cousin, he has two cousins that actually have type one, three, one on one side and two on the other. So he was more familiar with it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was just a, it was crazy. I look back at pictures now uh, from like the week or two before and just seeing him, it like, I hate admitting this, but it makes me sick that I didn't get him in earlier too. I mean, I feel like you can see clearly like hindsight is twenty twenty. Like it's so yeah. clear looking back, but when you're in it, you are in the thick of it. And like kids are always, sick. yeah, kids always have something, especially when you're juggling three, something's always going wrong. Well, so and there I wasn't like, anything like he like was having this beat. Like it was mm-hmm. just all these little things and but yeah, they, they got him in and they took his levels immediately and admitted him to a room. And we were there for what, like four days or so. And like you said, we were, it was the most overwhelming You're in school for four days. Like you're trying to be with your kid the whole time and learn it. But then you're also taking courses all day long on how to take care of your kid. And if you don't learn how, you know, like this is a life or death thing. And, and I mean, you can't go home until, Oof you know how to fully take care of this and and you're grieving little, like you're literally yes at all at the same yeah. time oh my gosh I'm sorry I mean, all I can say is how many positives there were you're just sitting in that hospital just looking at what like every other kid is going through and as awful as this is like this is something that is changing his life but that we can control yeah you know like this is something that we can learn we can take on and yeah, just being in that hospital really makes you realize that like all the kids in the rooms next to him, the things that they had, it was just, you know, and, and seeing Haynes start to feel better was the craziest thing too. By like day three there, like he could sit up, like his eyes weren't like so sunken in. He was Mm -hmm. giggling, like he was giving oranges a shot and (laughs) it was fun, you know, and the nurses there, it was, it was it was a crazy experience, but I would be lying if I said it didn't it hasn't changed our lives. I mean, where people ask like, uh, I mean, this is opening up too, but people ask like, are you going to have another kid? And uh, we would love to, yeah, but we would have already started that process. But you know, it almost took my one kid mm-hmm. that was almost to the point of like just more independent. He was eight. I could have started letting him do things more on his own, you know, like, and it just took us like. 20 steps back to almost having now like another newborn that we're up all night with and you know we're up 
two or three times a night with him along with monitoring him all day long, you know, giving him shots all day long, checking his blood all day long. And it, so it's just, it's really like, it's adjusted our, our lives. You know, he can't go play at friend's house. I mean, at this point, one day, hopefully, obviously this will all change. Once he's old enough to give himself shots and, and kind of learn how to manage it more himself, then things will obviously change a little bit. But Brody's cousin, I mean, she's one of his cousins. She's like 22 now. I mean, and her parents are still up twice a night calling to have her check her levels. They are. Yeah. I mean, I think, or like you can check their Dexcoms if they have it, but I mean, Haynes is still very much so in honeymoon mode. And so he is still dropping all the time. Mm -hmm. And so it's just very up and down, but I really think it's just time. They say the first year is the worst. The first year to my friend, at least like this first year is trial and error and it's going to be so many mistakes. And, but I just know as a mom and you're juggling all these, I mean, you have a sweet little baby girl, like, like you're at the hard stage of motherhood where you still have three really little kids. They're so dependent on you. And then, like you said, you add another layer kind of when you feel yeah. like they're going to graduate, it's like, Oh no, just kidding. It's, it's that is what it felt like. It was like, Oh yes. One of the, he's now like going to be in, more independent. Like and yeah, it just took it back to like, whoa, we have another newborn. Okay. Yes. No, that's heavy. So what I wanted, speaking of the kids, what do they think about you being so well known? Are they like, what the hell? Like, mom. I wish I could remember like every <laughs> quote that's been said by my kids now. I like, Canes will just, what did he, okay. So in a video once, okay, I wish I need Brody in here. He, he like goes someone asked, like, someone was like, your mom's so famous. Why is your mom so famous? And he goes, yeah, I think it's her hair. That was literally Haynes's response. I'm like, I'm like, listen, I'm like, what in the world? Oh my gosh. That just reminded me of something. I remember you dyed your hair pink and your boys had very specific feelings about this. They were pissed. Haynes was livid at me. Haynes is the type that he's like, we need to be very normal, like very, and he's like, don't embarrass me. And then Errol loved it. Errol was like living it up. He's like, my mom is so cool. She has pink hair. And I remember it was the same when I cut it. Haynes is like, is it going to come back? I'm all, no, I cut it off. But but then coming full circle, he then got red hair. We dyed Haynes' hair red at one point, and that's when he was in the hospital, too. He had, like, I red, know. reddish pink hair the whole time there, and all the nurses commented on it. It was so cute. Oh, they're so funny. But, so yeah, they totally they, know. They know they, this sounds weird with their mom and dad. They know. They kind of know. They know because, you know, you get stopped to do pictures and stuff, but if I'm being honest, they don't think much of it. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they really... I don't know. I think they think it's just kind of like a normal thing, you know, like that's just kind of what you do. I don't know. And, and we haven't like sheltered them at all. They understand it, but also I don't feel like at this point in their lives, we need to like talk about it too much either. You know, like Haynes has asked a couple times, like, why do people come up to mom and want pictures? And, you know, we just say, we do this thing on like, online that people follow mom to maybe do workouts or hair or learn new things and that's kind of how they know me and 
I don't know. It's kind of a trial and error thing, like figuring out the best way to address well, do, it. You're I a guess. trailblazer in this. Like you said, you were one of the first. Like we are experimenting. <laughs> I mean, you're the first. We're going to see what this really I don't know. Do. It's going to be wild to watch because Zuri, my oldest, is 12. Yeah. And mm-hmm. To me, she thinks I'm the most embarrassing. It's humiliating. She, I'm like putting her up like she graduated um, elementary this past like week. And we had her sitting yeah. up on the thing and I'm honking and I'm playing music. And she was like, mom, you better stop right now. People know you. And I was like, okay, like I'll take. A- <sighs> but then when she has friends over, she's like, my mom has a podcast. So it's hit or miss. It's either oh cool or the dumbest thing ever. And I yes. think it's, it's all a trial and error. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Agreed. I, I couldn't agree more. And I think with girls, even you'll probably say that they're like into it more where my boys are just kind of like, what like you know what I mean they're like we're just gonna go play basketball I'm like great yes great you do that okay my friend you are so delightful I just want to I want to collect you up in real life you're you know those people that you kind of meet and they exceed your expectations I had high expectations but I just you're down to earth you're the realest of real coolest girl I love you and your family I love I just you're a good one I feel like your intentions are good you're fun to follow you make me feel good you're beautiful, but that's not even like why I follow you. You know what I mean? You know, when you follow people cause they're hot and you're like, damn, they're hot. Well, thank you. But I, there's some substance <laughs> to you that I, I'm really happy that people get to hear this side of you. I, I think it's a big deal. I am too. Yeah. I think I'm I'll really glad thing. I did it. And that it honestly means the world because when people do like meet me, like in real life more, like that's my basic. I'm like, I hope I'm not disappointing people. Like, <laughs> Cause I'm like, I'm not that exciting, but <laughs> no, it's good. And this is awesome. I think your podcast is what a cool experience. It's been fun. Okay. How to find you obviously Carla Ren on Instagram. And then you have this shop. Everyone has to go to your shop. I bought your pants. They're the best. They're big fat balloon pants. I cannot stop wearing comfy, them. Comfiest pants. You know, you wear pant- comfy pants every day. It's all I do. <laughs> uh, so yes, what's your shop? So- so Carolyn shop is the shop. Carolyn is the Instagram. Carolyn is the blog. Pretty much everything right now is my name, which, you know, I don't know if we're running with that or what we're doing, but it's really easy to find me. Oh, I like it. You keep it cohesive. Okay. My yeah. friend, thank you so much. I really appreciate you got you coming on and I know the listeners will too. So we will see okay. you all next week. Cool. Thanks. Leslie.